Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Hello and good morning. I'm Matt Jackson. Welcome to another uh, Going Greyhounds. It's been a big week in Greyhound racing the past seven days, of course, up in Queensland last Thursday. We had the State of Origin series and and it went the same way as what the, the football State of Origin went. It was... Queensland who were just a little bit too strong. It all came down to the match race and shipwreck was too good for zipping Kyrgios. So Queensland for the t- next 12 months, uh, they get to uh, talk the talk, I suppose. Down south in in Victoria, we saw heats of the maturity on Saturday night and where wow, she's fast, wasn't she? Bring it there and she'll go around a short price favourite in the final this week. And of course here locally, the, the Southern Stars, Greyhound Racing, New South Wales' newest Raise $50,000 to the winner. It kicked off with heats of Tamora. And that's a nice little segue into our first guest this morning, Stuart Hazlitt, who prepared Crowds are Dazzled to win his heat at Tamora on Sunday. Racing coming out well on the inside. Crowds are dazzled. It could have been Body's Chance in a fourth position. Driving up there was on the bit underneath it. Out wider was Swiss Chick scooting around them. Charlie's Jar following it round would have been Spring Media. Special Blend got wiped out at the corner around the top there. That Crowds are dazzled in front. It shows the way on the bit. Trying hard and Body's Chance looming large on the inside. It's Crowds are dazzled in front and hang on and beat Body's Chance. A bit of a gap then back on the bit. Charlie's Jar. Further back behind them runners would have been Spring Meteor. Yeah, that was Crowds are Dazzled winning his heat of the Southern Stars at Tamora on Sunday, and we're joined by his trainer now, Stuart Hazlitt. Good morning to you, Stuart. Yeah, morning, Matt. How you go? Uh, firstly, congratulations on his heat win the other night. It must have been very pleasing, particularly uh, being first up from a spell. Well, yeah, a very long spell. I just, uh, it was almost two, uh, two, it was two weeks off, uh, six months. And what was the the cause of that, uh, that he long had spell? A flexor, flexor tendon injury that he did at the park. You will remember when he was steering around in the uh, uh, what was it called the um, Phoenix in the Phoenix yep. uh, semi he had down there at Wentworth Park, and he led to the last few strides and and Kerry's dog Kerry Ryan went down, and he he was injured. Uh, Broke down that night. Uh, and we patched him up a bit, trying to like Bull Gold Cup that was won by Mark's dog, um, Crown uh, Castle Warrior, and he had beaten that dog in the Bull race in the in the um, in the Goulburn final of the Ladbrokes. So uh, he, and then we decided to to take him to uh, Chris Papantonio at um, Collis and Vet. He injected his uh, leg with um, stem cell, and that's been Fantastic! It's been six months off, but he's been really good. Yep, and uh, and it looks like he's returning into in terrific order now. He he was in Victoria. He had his first ten starts down there. He won yeah. five of them. How did he come about ending up in in your kennel? Oh well, we just saw him on the uh, Greyhound data and looked like a nice dog to buy, and so we decided to um, to make negotiations with people and and bought him for a, for a little bit less than they wanted. Yeah, and and he's he's got the same record now with you guys as what he had down there. Yeah. He's won five of his ten starts. It's it's I think Friday week the the Southern Stars final. Yeah. Yep. What's the plan with him between now and then? Will he have another start, or will you just trial him and uh, and go into uh, that race without another he'll run? Have another start. He'll probably just have a trial on Friday. 
and then and then have thanks for that final. Yeah, yeah, and and what's it what's it mean for for you who who trains uh, and races down that way? Uh, the majority of of your runners will will start down in that southern yeah. area. What's it mean to have a, a fifty thousand dollar race for? I guess well, you to you to aim at. It's very exciting to have a fifty thousand dollar race anywhere. <laughs> But yeah, Goulburn, it's 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 outstanding. I think the biggest one is the uh, is the cup, isn't it? Twenty five thousand, and yeah. and now this year I think the maiden, the Zoom Top maiden's twenty five. But um, yeah, so it's pretty exciting to be in a race. Yeah, of that of that caliber, but uh, still got a bit to do. Yeah, not going to be sure. easy because there's some good dogs there. Andy Lord will have a team there. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, and, uh, it's and still going to be hard, and they'll come from interstate too. Yeah, for sure, and uh, I know I noticed you beat one of Maddie Laddigans there tomorrow on Sunday. So, um, yeah, so uh, we, and that that greyhound does go very well as well. So, how much improvement do you think uh, the dog has in him? Obviously, uh, it was his first up run well, the other day. That was only his third gallop back. Uh, two, he had two four forties at Goulburn. Uh, they weren't near as well as good as he used to go, so he only just broke the 25 second mark there. So we're a little bit unsure how he was going to go at Tamora, and he got tired. And I expect him to get tired, but I think there's a lot of improvement in him still. It might be another Yeah, very good. And and sort of post Southern Stars, um, do you have any plans? Uh, well, yeah. to bring him to Wentworth Park. Yeah, yeah, that, that that would be the plan to come to Wendy. Uh, we always joke about winning the... Uh, yeah. Sorry, I think we've we've just lost... We've just lost you there, Stuart. It's... Uh, oh, yeah, that, that that's better. It's just... It must be bad reception. It was just cutting in and out. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. yeah the million dollar chase, that's, that's on the radar. So and I guess... Can, I guess the, the the benefit with the million dollar chase is you you can qualify in your local area and 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 then come to Wentworth Park as you yep. as you get closer to the closer to yep. the final. So it makes things a little bit easier, doesn't it? Yep, yep. There's uh, plenty of places to go and qualify. Tomorrow might it be even one of them. I'm not sure. I haven't looked. Yeah, I know the 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 heat uh, heat venues came out the other day. I haven't gone through them specifically, oh, yeah. but oh yeah, I would assume that yeah, Goulburn. Tomorrow, even Wagga, those tracks would most likely have yeah. heats and semi, so it's certainly going to make things, particularly for for the trainers down in your area, uh, it just makes it that little bit easier to qualify for for the for the semis here in Sydney at Wentworth Park. Yep, it's in October, isn't it, Matt? End of September, September twenty four is is right. the uh, million dollar chase final this year. So, um, of course, we've got the nationals coming up next month. As well here in Sydney, so it's it's a big a big couple of months. So uh, yeah, if he gets through the Southern Stars, there's there's, there's quite a few nice races that uh, that you can target with him. That's it. Plenty of plenty of good racing in New South Wales, all over Australia. Actually, it's amazing yeah. the amount of good races in Australia. Yeah, absolutely, but, uh, and it's just getting better and better too. Yeah. Well, firstly, good luck. Friday week in the Southern Stars, you're there. You, now you can sit back and watch the other heats later this week, and and then and then work out who you are going to be taking on 
uh, in the final at Goulburn next week and then by extension post the Southern Stars final when you target those those other races like the Million Dollar Chase later in the year. So the best of luck to you, Stuart, and I'm sure we'll be talking again soon. Okay, thanks, Matt. Then we have Stuart Hazlitt who prepared Crowds Are Dazzled uh, to win the Tamora Heat on uh, on Sunday night and he'll be going around in the $50,000 Southern Stars final at Goulburn next week. We'll head for a quick break. On the other side, we'll chat with Joe Lanuti, the owner of She's a Pearl. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. We're being joined now by Joe Lanuti, the owner of the champ. She's a Pearl. Good morning to you, Joe. Matty, excuse my voice, but I'm a little bit under the weather, so hopefully you can understand me. Yeah, no, that's okay. It's it's just that time of year, isn't it? It seems like a lot of people are getting colds and, and the flu and um, and even COVID as well. So it's, it's just that time of year, I suppose, with the winter months and, and those little illnesses seem to travel that little bit faster. Yeah, winter in Australia, mate. Um, <laughs> We move on, it'll be summer soon, but um, first of all, congratulations to, to yourself and your lovely wife, your first winner at Wentworth Park on Saturday, huge, yeah. huge thrill. Yeah, it was a first winner, first Greyhound winner uh, at all, so uh, to have a have a Greyhound winner at, at Wentworth Park is, is, is pretty awesome, and hopefully there'll be a, a few more to come, of course, little part owner of, of Dune and as well, and it, it could have been a double, but alas, Tiger Jack's race was declared a no race, and uh, which is which was quite understandable in the circumstances. I just wanted to ask you, she's a pearl. Um, I know there was an article written about her a couple of weeks ago that suggested she was looking at the Southern Stars as a as a resuming point. How's she coming along, and and will we see her uh, at Goulburn uh, for the Southern Star heats? Yeah, she's sticking along quite well, Matty. She's the field will be up today, so she's been nominated. Um, all going well. She'll take a place on Friday, uh, as well as Bandit Ned for our team. So uh, hopefully we can get a good box draw, and it'll be pretty difficult. There's going to be a lot of good greyhounds there. But uh, she's a she's a different beast, um, 12 in a row, and you really, there's no racing her into fitness, as Jody and Andy have said all along. She needs to be completely wound up and ready to go, and I think we owe that to her and to everybody that supports her because... Um, yeah, she's got a bit of a cult following. So, uh, so far, she's trialled well. And, and touch wood, Matty, that uh, everything goes well leading into Friday and we get to see the girl resume. Yeah, well, I'm sure that's going to be music to a lot of Greyhound people. Uh, is is to to hear that she's so close to to resuming. And, and I'm sure we all we all just hope that she can come back in that. In that sort of form that, that she went out in, of course, winning the Easter egg and, and me a dollar chase just before she had that enforced break. Um, you mentioned Bandit Ned. Uh, it must have been very pleasing to see him return to the winner's list uh, last week. Yeah, I thought he was super at, at that day. It was 34-2 in the middle of winter. Uh, he was home in 1280. Oh, yeah, he was fantastic. I uh, thought he hit the line really well. Uh, he will drop him back to this 440 now, the Southern Stars at Goldman. It's his home track, and he loves it there. He, he runs 24-30 for fun there practically every week when he trials, and, and he's done it in races as well. So uh, he's just desperado for, for box eight, you know, box seven or eight. He just needs to be on the outside of Greyhounds. Everybody knows that. And if he can draw box seven or eight in, in the heat here, then I tell you, they'll know they're in a race because um, because he's going as good as ever. 
yeah, he is, he has been going very well, and must be a little bit frustrating knowing that he needs an outside drawer, and he just ke- keeps coming up with boxes one or two, and just makes it that little bit more difficult, doesn't it? Yeah, well, hopefully, yeah, well, it does. hopefully we get them out of the way. He's uh, he's had a stack of inside draws lately, but uh, with the Southern Stars and Nationals, and then uh, you know his Million Dollar Chase, etc., we might be able to get a string of sevens or eights. And um, yeah, he, I'm telling you, he's at home. He's going as well as he's ever gone. So just box draw dependent. Yeah, and and another one I wanted to ask you about Sacred Stance on the the comeback. From injury, uh, where is he at? Is he close to resuming? And, yep. and if so, where where will we see him? Yeah, he is, Matty. He's with um, Michelle Sultana up in the Hunter Valley, and he's uh, been slow and steady with him to get him back. Uh, obviously, he broke down at Maitland when he was you know, five or six clear there over the four hundred. We're just taking our time, but yeah, he's ready to he's ready to go. He's um, at this stage. Last time I spoke to the camp, he could be in as early as Monday at Maitland which is really exciting and, uh, and bringing back in a 400, just a fifth grade there. And, uh, yeah, he, he's a very, very quick dog. And we just hope we can get a full preparation into him this time because, um, yeah, he might charge to the grade in, in New South Wales. Yeah, it sounds very exciting as well. And it would be re- remiss to not ask about Doonan and, and Tiger Jack. I'm, I'm sure we'll see them most likely again at, at Wentworth Park this weekend. Yeah, that's the plan. Obviously, with Tiger Jack and all stays, it's difficult sometimes to get a run. So, hopefully, um, now that uh, Zipping Kansas, Sound of Silence, Super Estrella, they're all back, I'm assuming, from Brisbane now. So, uh, hopefully, we can get a, a heap of free-for-alls at Wentworth Park each and every Saturday because we've got a, a handy group of stays in our state at the moment. And it's probably going to be one of the hardest um, state finals to win for the Nationals. So, that race hurt us on the week on Saturday with Tiger Jack. Obviously, it was good to see him uh, find the front early and, and really win comfortably. But uh, we didn't get the victory, and I'm just hoping we can get a win or two in pretty quickly and, and try to make sure we can qualify for the the state. Uh, well, there's no heat, so it's the best state. So that's our little concern at the moment. But uh, yeah, he, he's he's a progressive stayer, as you know, as an owner. I've told the guys I'm a really big fan of his. Uh, uh, main thing about that race the other day was all the greyhounds got home safely. That, that's first and foremost. And and on Dune, and he's just a Wentworth Park specialist. He's just a beautiful bred and butter dog. Reminds us a lot of dogs we've had in the past, like Winlock on top and Awesome Catch. And he'll just keep rolling around town, and he's up to nearly seventy thousand already in the kick. And um, yeah, which is onwards and upwards with the big boy. Yeah, absolutely. And it again, it would be nice to see him draw an inside box as well to just make it that little bit easier for him rather than to try and be working across early and kind of relying on the on the speed underneath of you, I suppose, doing the right thing for you. He's the opposite to, to the bandit, isn't he? He, he definitely <laughs> would prefer inside. And again, box dogs are box draw dependent. And uh, you know what? I know he's had four, six and eight the last few, but he has run second, second and first. So he's just so consistent. And he did make a million dollar chase final this boy. He just keeps getting better and better. So fingers crossed for a good box draw Saturday if we can get a run. Yeah, he's the type of dog you do love to own because he is so consistent and tries 100% every every time he goes out there. I just wanted to go back to, to She's a Pearl. There's, there's all this talk going on currently in the media with with the talk of this match race, I suppose, of the millennium between She's a Pearl and, and Wow, She's Fast. As an owner, where where do you sit on that? Would you love to see it or would you prefer to, to take her on under, under race conditions? Uh yeah, it's a really good question. I think for the greater good of the game, everybody would like to see it if they're both at their best. And 
she's an absolute weapon. What she did on Saturday night, she's just very, very freakish. So I'm sure that uh, if both greyhounds remain at their best, they'll meet a few times uh, in race conditions. But uh, we're not shirking the task. If we can make it happen and, and all the conditions are suit both parties, then we're happy to do it. Oh, clearly, Wentworth Park would suit us and, and probably anywhere in Victoria would suit her. But I did read the article where Jodie and Andy said they're happy to go to the Meadows and, and take her on if everything works out all right. And it's a bit of a look before the, the Phoenix if we're lucky enough to gain a slot. So, uh, yeah, I, I believe the negotiations are, are moving. It's like a bit of a, a boxing match. It's uh, to and fro, but if we can get it to work, then, yeah, we're, we're in. We're, why not? Yeah, absolutely, and and if uh, like you, like you just said, a boxing match. If they could promote it like a, a boxing match, it, it could actually put greyhound ma- racing into the mainstream. I suppose these these two superstars and uh, going toe to toe. And I tell you what, if she's a pearl, could go to Melbourne and translate her Wentworth Park form to to the Meadows or even Sandown. It would take a pretty special performance. I would have thought from. From where she's fast to be able to run her down because she's not she's not going to be able to go up inside. She's a pearl just for the sheer fact she's such a good railer and and if 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 pearl's running say twenty nine fifty twenty nine sixty at the meadows or twenty nine one at or twenty nine seconds at Sandown, it's it's going to make things pretty tough for where she's fast. So yeah, it's a race that I guess as a greyhound racing fan you would love to see and. Um, uh, yeah, and it would be a special race. I'm, I'm sure of that. Yeah, she listen. Take nothing away from her. She's a, she's a million dollar bitch. She's, she, uh, she's probably going to be fourth on in the maturity final from the really good drawer, and she's, she's a star. Um, you know, she, she'll probably come up for the million dollar chase. You'd think for the nationals and the uh, NBC. Uh, sorry, in the Phoenix as well. So, uh, oh, yeah, we have to lead clear, and who knows? Uh, everyone would have a divided opinion on whether we could hold on or. Uh, oh, I don't know, Matty. I don't know. She's pretty good, that girl. I tell you, uh, <laughs> she's a match. She's probably built for match racing. But we've got a pretty handy little girl up here as well. So um, win, lose, or draw, I think it's good for the game. Yeah, I was. I was about to say that they're they're both superstars in their own right, and and we're pretty lucky as a sport to to have one in Victoria and have one in New South Wales, and and to have this debate on on who is the best and. I guess it's it's so good for for greyhound racing to have Pearl doing what she's doing in Sydney, but also having Wow, she's fast, doing what she's doing in Melbourne. To have two superstars like that is it, it doesn't happen that often. So it's something that we should be embracing and and, and making the most of because it might not happen for a long time again. I agree completely. You know, I, I've said all along, just enjoy both of them, and then don't worry. Good old Cash is not far off. She's airborne as well. There's, there's just pictures everywhere and. Uh, yeah, we've got our own hot little crop of 500-yard uh, sprinters in New South Wales at the moment as well. So, no, nah, I just enjoy it all. Oh, we know we're not we're not debating who's the best. Uh, Craig just had to pay the owners 1.25 million for an egg and a million-dollar chase, buddy. So, uh, it's all in the bank, and uh, we've got a few happy owners on, on our books. So that's all that matters, Cynthia. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, yeah, that's. That would have been a pretty awesome, nice little uh, bonus into the into the bank account, I would have thought. Well, it was good to chat with you this morning, Joe. I'm sure we'll talk again. Best of luck with She's a Pearl, hopefully resuming at Goulburn this Friday, I'm sure. I speak on behalf of all Greyhound Racing fans who, who can't wait to see her back at the racetrack. Beautiful, Matty. Thanks for talking.
There's Joe Lanuti, of course, the owner of She's a Pearl, but also the owner of a, a number of other stars, including Bandit Ned, Sacred Stance, uh, Dune and End, Tiger Jack, who we'll see in the next week or two, but She's a Pearl back this week. We'll have for a quick break. On the other side, we'll have a chat with Jason Adams. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing, and wow, she's fast out in the centre, jumped away well with Love the City. Wow, she's fast, burning up on the inside, takes the lead, turning the back straight now from Love the City. Going around the outside there with Sheik, and they were followed back to the inside by Exalted. Then came Brewski, Bruce, a long gap in the race, Mapunga Raider, followed by Osprey Storm, and takes the goal at the tail, coming off the back straight. And wow, she's fast, the leader exploded. About 15 lengths in front of Love the City, followed by Sheik, and then came Exalted. Up the home running though, and the inaugural Phoenix winners going to blow them away here and win by about a dozen lengths over Sheik and third. Love the city, all Mapunga Raider, who made uh, good grand late on the outside. Yeah, that was where wow, she's fast, so aptly named, breathtaking in a heat of the maturity on Saturday night at the Meadows. We're joined by the pinup boy of Greyhound Racing in Victoria, Jace Adams. How are you, mate? I'm well, thank you. And up and about after hearing that uh, that audio from Ronnie Hawksworth, she was just. Stunning. Wow, she's fast, and we've seen it a few times before, haven't we? Yeah, we have. She's just, she's just incredible, and and uh, I'm not sure if you heard. We're just talking to to Joe Lanuti, of course, owner of She's a Pearl, like yourself, and talking about the the match race that is on everybody's lips, I suppose, at the moment between She's a Pearl and Wow, she's fast, and I tell you what, it would take a pretty special performance to to beat her with with the form that she's currently in at the moment. Yeah, it would, and I guess it's created a lot of de- debate as it as it would. I don't think ever before, or at least in in my short period of time in the sport, we haven't had two female greyhounds at the peak of their powers, and clearly the best two that the, the code can offer uh, at this point in time. So, you're right. The matchup with the outboarding, whether it happens or not, is clearly the biggest question. I mean, it's hard enough to sort of schedule feature races and, and not have them clash, and uh, to get two of them to, to match up. Probably the hardest part's been in two different states, Matty. I'm sure if they're in the, both in Sydney or, or both in Melbourne, it'd probably be quite straightforward to team up. But given the location of the two and how different their uh, plans and, and schedules have been at the moment, who knows? But who knows? We, we could get towards a, a million-dollar chase final, a, a Melbourne Cup final or Phoenix when they get the clash. And I think whenever that day comes, I think the whole, uh, not only just Greyhound racing fraternity, but the whole racing fraternity will have on that. Yeah, for sure, and I, I think also what adds to the what adds to the I guess the the competitiveness competitiveness is this New South Wales versus Victoria uh, debate, I suppose. Uh, and you would know, you know yourself in in the racing industry, it, 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 there is a lot of Victoria versus New South Wales. To, so to have two superstar bitches from from both states just adds that little more, I guess, uh, state versus state rivalry as well. Yeah, it does, and, and that's only natural. And I think one of the, the best parts about it, Matty, it might be the more confusing parts for some, when you try and compare these two and what they've done, they've never really gone around at the same track or on the same night and, and done and loosened the shackles and, and put together what they can do at their, their finest. So there's, there's that massive question mark of who is quicker. So um, given they've done their best work, but it's where she's fast, it's down here in Melbourne, it's down out on the meadows, and, and she's a pearls, obviously... Uh, being the, the dead set queen of, of Wentworth Park for some time now. Is that big unknown? And, and that's what we love in racing and sport, isn't it? That debate, um, that conversation around superstars, and, and that's what we've got with these two in front of us. Yeah, for sure. And I guess the, the million-dollar chase semis was was that night where we thought we're going to get 
the the question answered here on on who's who's the better of the two and and we we saw wow she's fast missed the start and then she probably wasn't herself on a on a quick backup and a bit of a rushed preparation into her semi for then she's appealed to come out in the following race and and just completely dominate not only her race but the entire night uh, running so much faster than everything else and it probably left more questions unanswered than than questions answered I suppose on on who is better particularly when you see wow she's fast come back to Victoria and then do what she's done in the last couple of months you're right that was the opportunity and I guess both of them been sort of dominant in their own sort of areas and their racing patterns as well is a real uh, interesting conversation, even when you compare what they're doing by the numbers in terms of what times they're sitting at each of the tracks. But even if they were to come up in a match race, what would happen? I mean, um, well, she's fast, she's probably considered a little bit stronger than She's a Pearl. I know um, She's a Pearl's uh, flag bearer in, in Jason Lincoln might have something to say about that. But, um, yeah, if She's a Pearl was the lead, how much ground can Rousey's fast give her? It's, it's just all unknown. It's just... So great to talk about. We can fantasise about all this stuff and, and hopefully we do get that day where they do come together. Yeah, absolutely. Now, back on, on Wow She's Fast, the Maturity Classic final this Saturday at the Meadows. She's going to start a very short-priced favourite. Having come up with the inside draw, simple question, can she be beaten? Oh, it's really difficult to see her being rolled, isn't it? I mean, if there's a knock on what we've seen from her so far, and especially on Saturday night, it was... She wasn't that good to begin. She was lucky. Well, not lucky. She got a bit of room. She took advantage, and that's what the good dogs do, and she obviously ran a mark after that. So although you can concentrate on that, saying she didn't necessarily ping the start, box one sort of eliminates that a fair bit. So she's 140. I don't think anyone would uh, would disagree that that's an incorrect price. So she's going to start the favourite, even though you do have the likes of uh, Emron Bourne in the race. She's faster than what he is. As fast as he is, She's faster and she's been able to prove that a couple of times. So, no, I could not see her being beaten from the red on Saturday night. The, yeah, the, like you said, the, the only little question mark I guess I've got from from that inside is she can she she just needs that stride or two, particularly early uh, before she really lets go. And if she just happened to half miss it slightly and then got crammed for room and she strung up on the fence, it might make things a little bit awkward. But like you said, she's got. Uh, she's got, she's just too fast for them. So any sort of clear running, and and I would have thought she'd be winning. And I guess probably the only greyhound, from my opinion, in the race that could potentially go with her is Amron Boy, and he just hasn't come up with a box draw that would suit him. No, he hasn't, and especially the challenge of overcoming where she's fast has come up with the red, and um, she's got an all in her hand to, to go on and win. And Amron Boy is in the same league in terms of what sort of times he can set, but. In the, the short um, career that we've seen so far from him, when he has come up in these big open races, he hasn't necessarily got the start right, which he did a few times when he's coming through the ranks in the restricted wing grades. He was uh, really cutting stick here at Sandown and, and doing some, some crazy things. But, yeah, you're right, Matty. The draw is not perfect for him. If there's any sort of fly in the ointment from my point of view, it's probably plaintiff, number six. I mean, he can't run anywhere near the times of what we actually fast can, but his box speed, the way that he steps... Uh, so cleanly, if he's sort of put the pressure on around him, although they're not as quick as him, he can have a pretty big say in the race. So that's probably the only um, small thing I'd argue against the chances of where she's fast. But, I mean, box one and what she did last week and what she's done so far in her career, it's really, really difficult to take her on. Yeah, for sure. I guess with 
with plaintiff, you could make a case if he came out running and, and, and came across and tightened, wow, she's fast up at the first corner, and then Amron Boyd followed plaintiff across, he might then be able to get the fly, and if if he found the lead, he 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 then would himself take a lot of running down, and it might be a, a task too much for for those behind to to be able to chase him down. But like you said, in those big races, he just hasn't quite been able to put the start together, and it's you can get away with it in the lower class, but at that very top level, it's almost impossible to to do things wrong and and, and still be too good. Yeah, exactly right. And how often have we seen in in these big races the fast dogs? It really means nothing when he gets to the the pointy end because if you don't have that, uh, th- those right habits to put yourself in the race early and capitalise on what's in the motor, um, then you're going to be up against it. So, and that's what we actually fast is developing. I mean, we do um, question the way that she uses her first 20 metres, but I think you can look at it from a point of view is we just mark these superstars so harshly and, and try to point out faults in, in what they're doing. Because if you go through her form, it's only been that, those visits up to Wentworth Park where she really didn't get it all right either side of that. Outside of maybe a heat of the Sapphire Crown, she's been just about faultless, led all of her races, won in seriously quick time. So you'd argue she's only getting better, Maddie, which is a very scary thought. Yeah, for sure. And uh, it's pretty mouthwatering to think that she's only getting better and, and from all reports, uh, she's a pearl's going well and she's only going to get better. So uh, it just creates more unknown, I guess, if that supposed match race does, does occur. So... Uh, you'll be on track this Saturday night hosting for Sky Active, I assume? Yep, I'll be there, Matty. It'll be nice and warm, I'm sure, uh, come the, the middle of July down here in Melbourne. Uh, Tongue-in-cheek, it'll be absolutely freezing out there in the meadows. But we know that the racing's red hot. The maturity uh, certainly leads the card, along with the, the fireball for the stage too. So I'll be on track, along with Corey Smith, I believe, from the meadows. So uh, that'll be a great night. And, and as you say, the tune-in to it all, Sky Racing Active will um, have a bit more of an extended coverage, but particularly on Sky Racing 1 in and out of those big ones. Yeah, well, I'm sure you'll be you'll be warm, particularly after the Swans beat the Crows on Saturday afternoon. You're spot on. No worries, Patch. Uh, thanks for the chat, and we'll talk again soon, eh? No worries, Matty. Cheers. There's Jason Adams from Victoria chatting all things Wow, She's Fast and uh, the maturity this Saturday night at the Meadows. Well, that wraps up Going Greyhounds for this morning. The podcast will be up online very shortly. Till next week, take care and many winners.